Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You always ask these May, questions. May the, fourth, know the May the 4th, because of because Star Wars Day, may the 4th be with you, right? May the 4th be with you. 420. I mean, there are a lot of, mm. there are a lot of kind of unofficial Super Bowl. May the Monday after the Super Bowl ought to be a, fe- a federal holiday. Super Bowl should be. Well, on a Sunday, but I mean, like, that's Monday. Championship get people game, off college basketball should be. So yeah, it's on a Monday night. So, Keyshawn Johnson and Gary from New Jersey. Plus size Gary. We're getting Gary. into it. Gary, go ahead. You were upset with how Key painted. Well, it's Key's turn. Gary's upset with how Key framed LeBron no, going even, back to Cleveland as though it was some yet. altruistic thing. Yet. Max? See, Max isn't listening right. more here, Gary. No, Key was so about to is... respond when we left. Go no, ahead, I, go ahead, I, Gary. I want, go ahead, I want Gary to stick around and finish explaining in a very no, short no, no, I'm going to stick around. And uh, and then he ended up leaving Cleveland because Kyrie left. He won a championship, went to a bigger market, and surrounded himself with more high power franchise players yes, like Anthony is, Davis and all the other players. He's just chasing Michael Jordan. No, That's and all, 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 all of the above may be very true in your estimate okay. of what LeBron James is. In my is. world. Okay. In your world. However, Correct. I believe the okay. young man's name was Brandon from Tennessee. What Brandon mm-hmm. said was these athletes that don't respect the fan base and the loyalty and they chase money. In my rebuttal, if you were listening, which I think you were because you listened to the show and support us, and I appreciate it, is that LeBron James left to chase money. And that wasn't the case. LeBron James left Cleveland because of the, 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 the inability of the front office to surround him with players to help him win a championship after basically carrying Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, and Jay Will as it stands now, to a championship as a puppy in losing, he couldn't tolerate it anymore. So he made a decision to take a look at other teams across the NBA, landing in Miami with the big three, guaranteeing, like many athletes do, they feel good about their situation, that they're going to win multiple championships. It failed the first year, and then they ran off two. He leaves there. He leaves there to go back to his – city in which he was not far from removed, born in Akron, Ohio, not far from Cleveland, and made a decision that he was going to help them win a championship, something that the city of Cleveland has never done. And he said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to show you, and I'm not going to pay attention to Dan Gilbert's disrespect at a very large level, by the way, uh, if you remember, disrespecting publicly about LeBron James when he made the decision. But LeBron was the bigger guy, stepped up to the plate, it made the decision, won the championship, left for greater pastors here in Los Angeles because he not only wanted his son to go to Sierra Canyon High School, 
as he joined Lakers. He also is heavily involved in the entertainment space. The capital of entertainment is Los Angeles. So that's – I'm giving you real timelines of why he did what he did. It wasn't to chase well, money. It doesn't matter. Like, Gary's well, objecting no, to – I'm giving it to Gary. I, no, I get it. Gary wanted to say. The, the point is Gary's objecting to – he doesn't think that's what animated LeBron's decision really. But the real point is who cares? These are the facts. This is what happened. He did bring the first championship to Cleveland. He did bring the first championship to the Lakers since Kobe in the, in the year of Kobe's tragic passing when he said this, this franchise is in good hands. Those things happened. Did Gary think that? Gary, are you there? Is that what you thought? No, I'm here. I'm here. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, listen, I'm not saying that he left because of money. You know, that that's not my point. Well, that's, you know, what, I was explaining, but that's what I was explaining to Brandon. You jumped me and okay. said I'm giving him a pass in excuses. I was explaining to Brandon who said the athletes leave for money. That's all. No, he didn't, no, he didn't leave for money, but he started this whole uh, three-headed monster. And I think part of what he did is basically, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, is that he changed the whole outcome of the NBA. And to me, in my opinion, he destroyed it. Michael Jordan didn't leave. Michael Jordan made everybody around him better. Gary in New Jersey, we heard you've got plenty. You've had plenty of time to express yourself. So I appreciate the point. No, 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 no. Jay want to get in with this dude. No, no, no. Jay, do you want to get in with this dude, or you already moved on? I wanted to get in because we were talking about players and money. Okay. And it brought me to what Patrick Beverly said the other day, and I read, "quote." Most teammates I know who don't love basketball are really the blanking good ones, are the most skilled ones. It's the wildest blank in the world. Preparation is different when you got so much skill, you could just show up to the game and get a blanking 30, 40. That might work against other teams who aren't that good, but you can't do that in the playoffs. End quote. So it leads to the conversation key where he says 50% of NBA players don't love basketball. I mean, here's my interpretation of that. Welcome to the real world, Pat Beverly. 50% of people, even higher percentage of that, 75, 80, 90% of people don't like their jobs. They do it for the money. So, look, I love basketball. Did I love making money? You're damn right. I loved both. There are certain people that may love basketball more than making money. I'm cool with that. That's your prerogative. If you love making money more than playing basketball. Yeah, it's a free country. Cool with that, too. Well, I don't have anything wrong with that statement at all. Yeah, I, I, I love playing on Sundays for free. And practice is where I made my money. Playing in the game, that, that, I could there was no practice, and they said show up on Sunday and do it for free. Not a problem. I'll do it for free, show up on Sunday. But them four days during the week. Hell no. You're going to have to pay me for practice because yeah, it ain't fun. And also Sunday. You're not showing you up You can pay Sunday me for every game I play because we've playing four or five games <laughs> He's a, not showing a up week in the NBA. The well, I got all the money during games, the course man. of the week, Max. Listen, there's an old expression. On, you don't he, choose your profession. Listen, don't hear. Your profession chooses you. You know, like, the, so, and that applies to athletes also. If you have a chance, if, if your DNA, work ethic, whatever it is, gives you the chance to go into a, a highly lucrative profession that's also very glamorous, chances are it's where you're going to wind up, right? I mean, like your profession chooses you, especially if you're very tall. If you're very, you wind up in the NBA. It doesn't mean everyone has to love it to the same degree. Well, I mean, look, I, 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 I play, I play with a guy who got a big contract who I know didn't love basketball, but at the end of the day, am I, supposed to, am I supposed to look down upon him 
for financially to Gary, achieving yes. something that he has never had an opportunity to do in his life before for him and his family? Because, all right, well, I need you to get in the gym more. Okay, I mean, look, at the end of the day, that's why you have general managers. That's why you have team presidents to evaluate talent, to say, what is your work ethic? It's not my job. I did, always, you love, did you love it, Jay? I love it. I still love it, Key. Would you have played for free? In the NBA? I mean, no, I would like to have gotten paid, but I, I still play I still play for free now. No, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, not going anywhere with this, Max. The, <laughs> the fact is, if you really boil it down for fans listening, and you think, oh, guys should give up money to win championships, stuff like that, it should be for the love of the game. If you're, on, if you're in the NBA to the point that you made about your teammate who maybe should have practiced more and would have been an even better player, you're in the NBA or the NFL, you're already on a very popular TV show. And winning a championship, not in terms of the imagination of sports fans, but in reality, is just an even more popular TV show for which you get paid much less. So if there's someone who sees himself as a professional but doesn't, isn't necessarily in love with it but can play in the NBA, why should they kill themselves to play on a, a more popular TV show for less money? It's, for them, it's not a rational choice. It, it all depends on where you're at in your career as far as I'm concerned. When you start off a certain way, and you're chasing the money or you're chasing championships. It just depends on where you're at in your career. Because for me, getting drafted as high as I was, my goal was to chase a championship. Because, I, you know, you get the cool little money, whatever, but I'm chasing a championship. And as I chase that championship, I come up against having the opportunity to get the money at the same time I get the championship. After I get the championship and I get the money, I will play for less to chase another championship because I'm already secured. I'm good. So now I'm chasing the rings. I want to find a better place, if, if that is the case, where I have an opportunity to go get a championship. When I became a free agent, it, I left the Dallas Cowboys and I went to the Carolina Panthers who just lost to Seattle in an NFC championship game. They was a receiver away. I get there, the team fall apart. Everybody getting hurt, all those sort of things. So you do accept less money to chase championships it just depends once on you get when where you're yeah in right. your career. Once you have financial security, now you can chase other things. Benjamin in LA, you're on KJM. Benny. What's up, what's up? Hey man, Keisha, you out here preaching and teaching like uh Malcolm X this morning, man. Well, you already know, man. But uh now I just wanna say a couple things, bro. Uh first I wanna say like uh the whole little situation with the uh with the Elgin Baylor thing, he did get a ring, Max. They did give him a ring, you know what I'm saying? But then also with LeBron, LeBron went to terrible teams. Even Miami wasn't good like that when he went to those teams, you know what I'm saying? So people need to quit saying all that. Like, he, he went to terrible teams and made them great. So then also, you know, as far as AD, I feel like AD, you know, you, you know, if, if Paul Casal Paul Casal got uh, his jersey retired in L.A., they pretty much got to put ADs up there, too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, man, I just want to – can y'all even hear me? Oh, yeah, we got yeah, you, yeah, we just letting you cook. Okay, y'all, y'all all silent right now. No, because like, we're not talking you. I know you're used to oh, people no. stepping on you, but we're not going to do you like that. Well, Already, let's already, man. But let me say this, too. The bubble, bro, it was a hard time for everybody, but everybody had to go to work. But I think that basketball court, and Jay, you know this, and Kizan, you know this, playing in football, that on that field, on that court, it's a safe haven from everything that you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, T.J. Warren was hitting for 50 in the bubble. Mm-hmm. 
So it's, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of different to me, you know what I'm saying? So, but again, as far as AD, I mean, he's different, a top like 75 easier? player. Different like easier? I ain't want to, you know, because if you say easier, then it's going to minimize the championship. So I don't want to say, but I'm like, when you get on that court, you're not thinking about all that other stuff. Even though we know it's going on, you know what I'm saying? But you get on that court, you just tap in. So when you got a player like LeBron, a player like Jimmy Butler, who they telling their teams, like, hey, we zoning in on this, what's going in on this court. Everything else going on, we ain't even thinking about that right now. You 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 can tap in. And like I said, T.J. Warren was him for 50. Yeah, but, dog, see, I, I, think, it, I, I think it was harder. I think – See, I, I think sometimes we forget, like, the purest form of basketball, man. It's like, go back to those AAU tournaments where you got, like, 50 teams in a three-day span. You got, like, 20 teams in the same gym playing those Ron Robin tournaments. Just straight basketball, man. Figure it out. Level playing field for everybody. No excuses. The best team wins. Seven games here, just win. If it's easier hey, Jay. for everyone, then it's easier for no one. If it's harder for everyone, then it's harder for no, no one. one. It was the same thing for everyone, and the Lakers won. Jay, did you win any Ron Robbins? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Was that going somewhere? Uh, was that? Uh, I just didn't know it was Ron Robin. What you thought it was Robin Rounds? No, I I didn't know it was Ron. I didn't know. Oh, they Ron, Ron, like the name Ron. <laughs> Ron I, said, Robbins. I said Round Robin. You thought there was some dude named Ron you Robbins Ron who came Robbins? up with this idea? <laughs> no, you said Ron. Oh, Ron. Ron. you said Ron. You said, said Ron. Ron Robbins. Hmm. I, said, I don't know what Ron Robbins is. Ron Robbins used to play in the NBA, in the ABA, Robbins. man. He played, no, he no I asked you, Ron did Robbins. you win any Ron Robbins when you played basketball? I'm pretty sure Ron Robbins played second base for playing the those Ron uh, Robin tournaments, Kansas City Round Royals Robbins. back in the day. Sorry to Listen, say Listen, hey, Jay. Hey, Jay, you want to hear it real quick? Round. Playing those Ron Robin tournaments. Oh, I did say Ron Robbins. Ron Robbins. <laughs> hey, I had to pull a you, <laughs> like you do me. You, you said you know, fire out of the Ron nose. Robin tournaments. I you said, said I, I'm, you said fire out of the nose this morning. Yes, and then fire you said, out you know of what the really dragon's nose. Me? Fire coming out of their nose. And then you say, you know what really peed me? Yes, Not because peed. I almost, I didn't realize I could say a certain word, so I switched it right at the beginning. That's all. Well, you I mean, you practice know, saying the word those before Ron we come Robin on the tournaments. air. Well, you know, Ron is Tony's brother, you know? Tony Robbins. Okay, yeah. He's going to sell you something. from the hood. It's the same. same no, pants, Tony same Robbins Bruce, isn't man. selling you anything, right? Isn't that the guy who's yeah. selling stuff or whatever? You can get rich off of this? Lakers <laughs> Warriors are tonight. <laughs> it is Ron Ron time Robbins, for Jay's game plan. It is. And Ron Robbins. And Ron Robbins will have something to do with it. KJ Playing those Ron Robin Ron tournaments. South Central. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. LeBron says AD will have his jersey retired. And as Key points out, that's partly predictive. He's, he's you know, pumping his guy up. Look, he's going to do great things. But then we got to talking. Maybe he's already done enough to have his jersey retired. And then a lot of people wanted to talk about that 888-SAY-ESPN. But Jay... Lakers versus Warriors is tonight. And I understand you have a game plan. So for the Los Angeles Lakers, I think you have to continue their guards, how they defend pick and roll action with Anthony Davis is going to be critical tonight. Like I said earlier in the show, the Golden State Warriors out of the teams remaining left in the playoffs run the least amount of pick and rolls because of their continuity, perpetual motion offense, correct? So as we see a new diet of pick-and-roll offense, you will see Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, and a lot of to remove guys like Anthony Davis away from protecting the rim, which on their original scouting report in game one, on every down screen, they just chased with bigger guards, and they funneled them due to their size of likes of Vanderbilt for Steph Curry into the size and the length of Anthony Davis. So I think you're going to see them remove AD from the paint, extend, increase the tempo of the game. That's what we saw in the last, I want to say, eight, nine minutes of the game when they went on that 14-0 run. And I think you're going to see the Golden State Warriors go small with a lot higher dosage of Draymond Green at the five. For the Lakers, I think the Lakers have to continue to pound them inside. Golden State might give you a variety of defenses. You might see different types of zone. Because the tendency sometimes with the Lakers is to become inconsistent and to become content just settling for outside jump shots. As soon as I see the Lakers take three or four jump shots in a row, I'm saying no. Get back to pounding the ball. Post up LeBron James on Andrew Wiggins. Get him going. AD, find a way to get to the free throw line. Let's continue to have that same free throw discrepancy that we had in the first game. I think you saw 50, it was like 29 free throws, 29 free throw attempts as opposed to six for the Gold State Warriors, who don't have a good track record of getting to the free throw line. And the same thing with the rebound margin. 59 to 29, continue to pound them, get second chance points. If the Lakers can do that, I think they will be in a solid position, have a chance to win this game down so the It sounds stretch. like the extra possessions because of the what you're doing on the glass, plus the trip, extra trips to the free throw yes. line, cancel out the extra points that the Warriors are getting from deep, and then it becomes just an issue of who's executing that better, right? Exactly. That makes sense to me. To me and that's too. the only game tonight. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, game, even man. just bringing Anthony Davis out of the paint, it's not that he can't do a defensive job out in space. It's that you want him in the paint if you're the Lakers. And what does that do? That gives Kevon Looney, who is a great offensive rebounder, more opportunity to get those offensive rebounds. Is it my imagination or has Kevon Looney reached a new level in these playoffs? No. He's on a different level. I think the challenge with him defensively is that his feet – 
are very slow to guard KD. I mean, AD. To guard AD yeah. laterally, right? So I think what you'll see is instead of, look, AD made a lot of jump shots. But let's be honest, the more you can get AD to settle for jump shots, the better off you are, right? So I think you'll see a lot more stunning at him. I think you'll see a variety of looks. And I think they'll change up the way Draymond Green, who will guard him at times, I'll try to get up underneath Anthony Davis. And then you'll see people dig in from the weak sides on those drives. Give him something to think about. It allows guys like D'Lo, Dennis, okay, settle for jump shots. The more they can get the Lakers to settle for jump shots, it gets them more into an exchange of three-point shot for three-point shot, which plays into the pace that Golden State's going to want for this And also just make AD was good when he's decisive offensively. You make him just pause for a second, maybe that does something. But think for as good as the Lakers played, Golden State had a chance to win the game down yep. the stretch. All right. Listen. Listen. They're now playing every other day, right? Does, who's that favor? Golden State. I mean, you heard uh, Dennis Schroeder was talking about it. Stephen Curry moves for 23 seconds out of the 24-second shot clock. So think about the energy that is required to guard him. You saw Vanderbilt. You saw Schroeder picking up him up the full length in the court. So you're trying to deny him to get the ball out of his hands, and then he just goes into his motion be it offensively. And by the way, even if you were to bring Jordan Poole, I think you'll see a higher dosage of Jordan Poole and Steph in the game together because now you have two dynamic guards that can do things off the dribble and look for AD to be involved in those pick and rolls towards the strong side with Steph on that strong side. So you'll be able to do a lot more exchange action into pick and rolls and movement to get him the ball earlier. Like, like Schroeder trying to chase around Steph like that, the way you describe it, it's like, you're a corner on a great wideout, and the team's got a great offensive line, so they got all day, right? You've got to chase them all around. Eventually, he's going to wear you out. And there's no stoppage in play, right? Joe in Ohio, you're on KJM. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, um, so I just got two things I wanted to talk about real quick. The first one is I agree with Max on disinterested and uninterested. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second <laughs> thing is, is the whole Le- LeBron narrative, right? So, like, we talk about what happened. He left Cleveland. He goes to Miami. He goes to L.A. But what we never talk about is what didn't happen, right? So, And I think we should be judging him on that versus what actually happened. So he leaves Cleveland to go to Miami. But instead of going after a max contract and imposing his will on the organization, saying, I'm leaving and you're going to be left with nothing unless you go get players and pay me, right? I'm going to take my max, go get my players. Here's who I want. Instead, he waits till the last minute to announce to the world that he's leaving to go to Miami, goes to Miami, does his thing, loses talent, goes back to Cleveland, and the whole argument about sticking it to Dan Gilbert kind of goes away because you went back after you got your apology. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter, right, because he's getting his money, he's getting his rings, and he's doing what he has to do. So in my mind, I always sit back and wonder and go, what could have been with LeBron James if he imposed his will on an organization you know what I mean? Told him, look, I'm leaving him out unless you go get me X, Y, and Z. And then could he have had maybe one more ring by now? I mean, we'll never know. And I think the dichotomy of the situation is completely different and complex, and we don't probably know enough about it behind the scenes. But I feel like he should – I look at LeBron as less than MJ because of how the situation was I handled, don't care right? about Hey, Joe, he did tell the organization to go get players. That's one of the – they went and got him like Antoine Jameson. They wouldn't trade J.J. Hickson in a yeah, package no, for Amari yeah. Stoudemire. Come on. Right, yeah. No, I agree with all that, right? Like, I 100% agree with that. But what I'm saying is, is like, after that season was over, he didn't go to the organization and say, look, I'm leaving for another team unless you go get me. This is who I want. That's who I want. 
and this is who I want, which he did with Cleveland when he came back. He did that in Miami when planning the thing with D Wade. He but he had already did LA. it. He had already did it in Cleveland, and they put up the stop sign on him. They put yeah. their hand out and said, right. "Hold but on, he, he we're running Cleveland. this organization." Right, but he never said, "I'm leaving if you don't." Well, well I don't, you don't know. Listen, wait, you don't, wait, you don't have knowledge of that. You don't, you don't know, know that. that. Listen, I'm never going to penalize a guy for you don't choose where you're drafted. All that after seven years in one spot, you want to go play with your best friends on South Beach and win championships. Are supposed to be mad not, at you? This no, is what on, this man. sometimes it really frustrates me sometimes because first off, look how good the Heat organization is from top to bottom, ownership. A president and general manager and Pat Riley, an elite coach. You don't think there's anything for LeBron James to learn with playing with a first-class organization and then bringing that experience then back to Cleveland? they brought it back home. Come on. And won Come a championship. On, people are really reaching with LeBron. Something happened in baseball yesterday, by the way, that has people up in arms. Oh, the unwritten rules, KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So... KJM, ESPN Radio, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Wander Franco, talking about baseball now. Runners on, runner on third base, two outs. This is Tampa Bay. Wander Franco plays for the, for the Rays. We're very good. Runner on third base and two outs, seventh inning. Okay? So there it is. Runner on third, two outs, seventh inning. Pirates outfielder Brian Reynolds hit a 103.2 mile an hour one, half, one hopper back up the middle. So there's a guy on third. He hits it hard back up the middle. <clears throat> Franco was perfectly positioned to field the ball. You got to field this cleanly or that, you know, if you don't get that out of first base, that run's going to score from third base with two outs. But it, he's, feel, he's perfect positioned to field it so he gets to it, and he had plenty of tr- time to transfer the ball to his right hand and throw out Yandy Diaz to first base or throw to Yandy Diaz, the first baseman before Brian Reynolds could get down the line. So what he did was, in the transfer, first he brought it from his mitt to his right hand, his throwing hand, and before he threw it, he tossed it up in the air to himself and caught it. So it's in his right hand, and he does a little toss up in the air and catches it, and then throws it, kind of spins it, and then throws it to first base. Oh, the unwritten rules. Oh, baseball fans, some of them, 
are furious. Oh, the unwritten rules. Where are you guys on this? I think it's cool. Toss that ball. Because I know Reynolds is not going to beat my arm. I know I got it. Hop over the bag. I'm easy. I rocket step. I toss it in the air. I wind up. I deliver. He's not going to beat my throw. And, and the ball was hit so hard. It got to you yeah, so quick. I, you I'm, had time. Taking, I'm taking my time. Many players do this. If you pay attention, they may not toss it up in the air, but they pat it, double clutch it, and then throw it. He just happened to toss it in the air, spin it, catch it, and throw it. But I think now, the idea is there's a little more risk once it leaves your hand and you're spinning it, it up in the no, air. It, there may be risk, but my hand-eye coordination is the best in the world, man. I'm not worried about that. Plus, I know, based on my scouting report, he's not going to beat my throw to the bag. I know this. I'm but willing to take it's, it's that two chance. things, Key, and Jay, it's two things. It's one, there's a little more risk. I mean, Ricky Henderson used to do a snatch catch where he would catch the ball and then kind of snap it out of the air and slam his glove against his leg, right? But this is not only taking that little extra risk, but it's in addition to that showing up the runner, and there's a big thing yeah. about that. Your mic isn't working, Jay. Mike. There you go. Oh, well, yeah, something happened just then. Yeah, How about Mike, now? Yeah, his mic isn't working. But look, it, it, look hey, it's uh, not Paulie, showing up the uh, runner. Uh, Jay's mic is out. At the end, it, it's this unwritten rule. Baseball is boring unless you really are into it. Like me, I could get yeah. over it being boring because yeah, I could entertain myself love when I'm baseball. watching it. Yeah. But it's boring. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah, agreed. Wanna, I just grew up they, with it, so I love it. Yeah. They want to take the excitement out of it because it's like this old, crusty, 1958 sport, right? Mm -hmm. Or even f further than that. But it's this old, crusty sport where everything has to be the same, that we don't want any change. Stop it. You want to increase viewership? It, you want to increase the viewership and the revenue stream and all of that? Stop acting like this is the 1920s. I agree with that. And the whole unwritten rules, depending on where you are. The unwritten rules are different in America and Japan and the Caribbean, right? Like they're all in Latin America. There's all, there's all different kinds of unwritten rules. But part of it, I think, is because baseball is so difficult, right, to hit a ball. You know, it, it's one of the reasons, Key, you were a good baseball player. Man, you go into football because it's unpredictable how you develop <clears throat> in baseball, how long it takes, all that kind of no, stuff. No, I went into football because I didn't want to ride a Greyhound bus See? to every city for $2,500 a year. Because it takes, cause it takes <laughs> minor league training, no matter how good you are in baseball. It, so I think it's because it's such a humbling sport. People are like, man, it's hard enough. When you show someone up, I think that plays into it. When you show but, someone up, it's like, man, please give hard me enough more, without that. Please give me more storylines to follow in baseball. Please make it yeah, right. entertaining. Yeah. Please let things go viral. I mean, it's like when LeBron James caught the ball in the wing one game, I think it was a couple of years ago, where the defense had to come out and he actually spun the ball to himself like he was shooting a free throw because he was open for that long. Like, that thing went viral. I like stuff like that. Give me a little showmanship. Like, have some fun with it. And by the way, if your skill is elite enough that you can do it, do, do it. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Who cares? In do hoops. It. You know, in hoops, when they cross them over to do far, you look at them before you look shoot at him it. and then you go, boom. Yes. And take your time. Like, come on, man. And stop. part of the entertainment well, is that you're like, boy, he better not mess up the play now and the run scores. That's part of the reason you're watching. Like, yes. oh, he took that risk. It's like crossing somebody over. It don't matter if you missed the J. Yeah, they fell down. You can't yank him yeah. and the guy falls and you look at him and you miss a jump and you're like, that's whack, bro. You got to make it. So my thing is, like, yo, if you can do it, 
Make the play. Sports you made is it. an entertainment product. Yes. Yeah. And the competition the more, is part of the entertainment. The more baseball is framed that way, the more I am apt to pay attention to it more. Like, I All pay attention the- to it because it's our job. But when things like that or, like, the pitch clock, I'm like, oh, now you got me on the edge of my seat. Now there's actually like, – uh, there's detail. There's nuance to this that's different than what it's been before. I like Franco. I like Tatis. I like all of those type of guys. I like Mookie Betts. Give me something. Even to the point where you, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, pitchers stand at the mound. Well, they can't do it anymore because of the, the clock. But pitchers used to stand at the mound, check the rubber, get the bag, do all the little well, lick their this? fingers, get back in the state. I mean, they do everything back in the day. How about this, Key? Willie Mays, who there are a couple different players with arguments they're the greatest of all time. Willie Mays is one of them, right? Willie Mays used to wear a hat one size too big because he would make these spectacular catches in the outfield, but it looked really good when the hat came flying off, right? Like, that's a version of that, right? You see Willie Mays flying through the outfield to get a ball, and the hat flies off. It's like, oh, my God, it looks extra. What's the difference? Yeah, and, 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 and one player, you may not know him, Jay, or may, may know, but it was, like, way before your time, Ozzie Smith. Mm-hmm. Ozzie Smith would run out of the dugout do and, and, and do a backflip Right in between the grass and shortstop, in, in, in the shortstop space, on the dirt. Boom, backflip. Like, that, that's, you, people, I would tune in just to see it. Yeah. Ooh, Dodgers play, oh, let's, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. tried to attempt it, though, too tall. <laughs> Ricky Henderson was my favorite player. You know, when I was a kid, you have different favorite neck, players, man. right? Greg Nettles, Ozzy. I used to love the guys who made great defensive plays. When Ricky Henderson got traded to the Yankees, I told you the snatch catch. He was, you know, the stolen base champ, and he was the greatest leadoff man ever, and he would catch the ball and snatch it out of the air and bang it against his, his thigh. And it was always like, as long as he doesn't drop it, he never did. Yeah, Dusty, D- Dusty Baker, uh, Jay, left field Dodger Stadium before the game, they would throw out thousands of packets of bubble gum, like yumba, bubba, bubba, yumba, all that stuff. And, and the d- games would be delayed because the bad boys got to come out and sweep everything up. He would blow bubbles. He's a fly ball, and he blowing a bubble – Catch the fly ball. Hey, you remember Mark Fidrick, the bird? They called him the bird. He only was in Detroit for a couple of years, but I think he was rookie of the year. He had a great season one year. And it, he, in fact, wasn't doing this, but it looked like he used to talk to the ball in between. That became a thing. I remember this from when I was like seven, eight years old, whatever it was. I remember this 40 years because it was something different, to your point, Jay. I remember the bird talking to the ball. It, was, you know, it doesn't – the idea that this hurts the sport oh, is stop. far-fetched. All right, your calls after Key has this from Granger. Well, I don't have Looking it, but that's it. okay. I know I have it, but it doesn't say the time that Max just gave me, but I'll read it anyway. Right. They get a freebie. For all the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, there's a commitment to being your safety partner, and it also can help you keep your facility safe and your people Safe. Her. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight as the Warriors host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. KJM. People want to talk LeBron, Major League Baseball, and the unwritten rules. Dominic in South Carolina, you're on Keyshawn J. Willemax. Guys, thank you for having me. Um, I was in my car driving. I'm just thinking about the, uh, you know, the four major sports, you know, basketball, football, hockey, baseball. And I feel like uh, each one of those sports has an identity. You know, football's got, you know, just a limited amount of games, which makes it easier as a casual fan to follow. Um, Basketball has, I think, more stars than any sport that make it easier to follow. Um, You could name a bunch of basketball players. Hockey, they got the the fast pace, you know, uh, even the fighting aspect of it. But baseball doesn't really have an identity. And I think just like he was saying and Jay was saying, like to make it more interesting, throw some, you know, like I, I, I love as a casual fan, I'm trying to follow baseball, but like casual fan, that live mic of the outfielders and stuff like that. I mean, I absolutely love listening to the players as during, you know, the games going on to pay attention to them. And I just wanted to get your take on, you know, the, what you can do to make baseball more attractive to the casual fan i think they're doing it speeding i think i think the pitch clock one. is doing it yeah, like speeding up the game yeah they they look the shift they couldn't beat the shift they weren't trying to beat it whatever okay so you know what you you modify the shift you don't let them always do it batting averages go up games are taking too long you put a clock time is way down by a half hour right you there are things you could do you can manipulate the rules the reason the nfl is so successful really in my view more than anything is that the genesis of American football were the deans of the Ivy League schools getting together and saying, "Why this is in Sal Pal's book, How Football Explains America. Why, why aren't people coming to these soccer matches and rugby matches? I have an idea. Let's, let's change the rules to make it something that people like more. So football was intentionally created as a consumer sport. And so key, the rules committee is really a vestige of that. They get together and they're constantly looking, how can we make this sport better? And so they do. Yeah, they, they, they have over the last several years just constantly making changes to make it better. It's it's a little bit better now, but when you start talking about the fun part of it, just allow, allow people to have fun. Like, and allow the players without people, not necessarily the league, but outsiders complaining about 
stuff that really doesn't matter. Like just just let them play baseball and have fun. It's a kid sport that you love playing, and let them be kids even though they're grown. Right. That's you know what, especially baseball. That's a great point. Baseball for years, like one of the BS lines that the owners of teams who, you know, like the super rich had influence in the press and stuff like that with writers and, 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 and newspapers. One of the lines they used to use about players' salaries, why you're playing a child's game. You ought to be happy to be getting this $50,000 to play a child's game, like before free agency. But that is part of what is what, one of the reasons we do like sports because you get to do the fun thing from when we were kids at the highest possible level. So let them have fun. Like, that's well, what uh, it's fun to play. When, it should be fun to watch. Can you make the other argument, though? Like, every athlete, especially professional athlete stage, there is a juncture where it's not fun anymore as much, right? Like, it becomes so, like, when I see people actually enjoying the game, it harkens like, back I, I to that. I appreciate yeah. it more. Yeah. I'm like, oh, please bring me back to when I was a kid. Please give me more moments because the training, the relentless effort that it takes to be great. It turns more into a work-like scenario than it does a child-like scenario. They haven't lost that yes. that, that well, wonderment. That, yes, they yeah. reward it, but, appreciate it. But that it. also is part of organization and coaches that you deal with. If you're dealing with with coaches that take the fun out, you don't. It's like you don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you you people are like, oh man, you don't look like he's having any fun. Yeah, you wouldn't have any fun. You dealing with this dude over here, who's a jack. You know what? Anyway, so. It, it, it's all about those sort of things, and that's why you see players, especially in football, they just they like, man, I'm I'm checked out. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play for this guy because he's taking the fun out of it, you know. And and if you can't have fun doing it, and everything is a rule, and you can't do this, and you can't wear your socks this way, and everybody has to have uniform code. One of the best things the NBA did, Jay, is let everybody just wear their shoes, just whatever color stuff. you want to. If you want to wear the, the aqua green and your uniforms are gold, wear them. No one cares. Stacy is waiting on the line. Hey, Stace. Great show, guys. I got a couple key points I want to talk about. Um, first, with the Franco move, I loved it. It's like, remember when we were growing up and we played kickball and you had that real slow runner? And you wait till they almost get to first base, and then you hit them with the ball. Yeah. That's what Franco's move remind me of. Is <laughs> that? <laughs> and then um, with the, I agree with Jay with LeBron. LeBron went to Miami. He watched how to do it. He watched Dwayne Wade. He watched Pat Riley. He watched from the bottom to the top. And he left early because he obtained that information. He said, okay, I know how to get it done in Cleveland now. Stacey always has some pro-Miami propaganda. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, he watched this. And then he even took some of our players. He took Miller. He took Chalmers. He took a few. He tried to get Dwayne Wade to come over there and get a championship with him and stay with him at that in the first run. I'm like, okay. Do I and I hated him for it, but I still love LeBron today because he does so much for you know for the community. But right. and then my last point, Keyshawn, how do you think they can you can say peed on the air, but you can't say peeve? How do I think I you can said say... you thought you couldn't say the other words, but you well, said peed? No, no, I I got <laughs> caught, but I I got caught. There's a certain word that I almost said, 
that I couldn't say on the air. <laughs> and so I got caught in the middle, and I kind of, you know, I tried to just switch it up real quick, and that, that's why I came out that way. But Jay notices everything. That's why I had to notice Ron Robin versus Round Robin. They brothers. Know. Yeah, they, yeah. Ron, Ron Robbins and Tony Robbins, they brothers. Same yeah. thing. Ron Both Robbins. Are, you know, fire coming out of their nose. Fire we, coming out of the nose. You said, we have a little fun on the show. You said peed after you said fire coming out of the nose. And you be saying stuff with so much conviction, though. That's what I yeah, love about I, you. Yeah, but I'm not wrong about fire coming out of the nostrils. Hmm. I uh, guess so. How am I wrong? You could, you could take a little Who's to say that I'm wrong? Who is that that says that? Well, as you know, <laughs> Key, I'm the one who decides these things. You know, That's yeah, come on now. I'm not going to yeah. sit up and let some body that i have no idea who wrote these rules that you can't say certain things yeah the unwritten if, if, rules like in I baseball use, key, look, unwritten look, rules if i want to use to or if i want to use the number two when i'm writing something no nope. why oh, can't boy. i do oh, that if God. that's what i choose to do no one of the things i don't like actually is and lebron said it recently he said pe- people are now think it's dominate instead of dominant he's one of the most dominate players no it's dominant who says dominate players? i think i thought i heard lebron say dominate yeah, bigs yep yep That's and, and i see me. it in text messages Word i'll tell you something else here. yeah to be the guys a, like you to be a part of something is not a p a r t it's a space p a r t people don't know that because of texting anymore i thought they were apart oh, the from each other what's that apart from each right. other right right but again, people use it to mean again, a part of Jay, something i'm just trying to fit into the four Corners, you know, one, two, three, different four. data points. Just trying to, just trying to fit Keyshawn in. Keyshawn Jay Willemax back tomorrow morning, six a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll